Ho, ho, ho. Yes, it's Christmas time. It's a Christmas special. Now, if you live in the West, there's just no escaping Christmas. It surrounds you. It engulfs you. It cocoons you. It soaks up every living fiber of your soul. What are you talking about? Yeah, I guess that was a bit too much. Welcome to the Shabby Man Podcast. We're partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. And in our Christmas special, we're going to start by... That's right. Did you get the hint? It's a Christmas special. Yes. Good. I think they can tell. We're going to start by looking at Christmas. What, what, what give it away? The ho, ho, ho? Or my white beard? Maybe a bit of both. Let's talk about family, changing family traditions. This is now a podcast here. No one can actually see my beard. I was just testing you. These are not, you know, visuals. I can see your beard. Let's talk about changing. You know, next year I'm thinking that I won't interrupt you as much. Next year, if there is a podcast, I'm thinking whether or not to do a podcast or not with you next year. But that's another podcast. Oh, promises, promises. Maybe this will be the resolution I stick to finally. So, family traditions. How has Christmas changed over the years for us uh, well, as bacche, a family of four? So now no longer we do we have to put a little carrot out and um, a milk. A carrot for Rudolph and milk for Santa, you're right. Of course, if any kids are listening... We're talking about the Santa that lives near us. Yes. Not the Santa. He's retired. Yeah, our one is retired. Yes. And uh, have you just noticed gift giving? It's gone more expensive now. Gift giving has become easier but more expensive. Because no longer do we have to find things which look come in nice, shiny packaging, all wrapped up nicely. Things in their Christmas stockings, things under the tree. And you always have this very strange tradition, something that you need for them to open on Boxing Day. After all the excitement has petered out, you think, oh, none of that. It's become easier now. It's become easier now. But, uh, I thought ki you were born in the days of, please sir, can I have some more? In the days of austerity. And, and Asian samosa led I, I, Christmas. I, I, I don't want to get political, but I believe we're still in the age of austerity. That's right, we are. So, with two... Well, one teenager and one 12-year-old in the house. It's become easier. Nearly a teenager. But Nearly a teenager. You think it's easier? I think it's hard enough. Actually, you're right. It's easier. They know what they want. They know what they want. They know what the vouchers they need to get it. And they also know, some of them... But I think they're much more expensive electronic toys now. Yes. Video game kind of... Yes. Consoles. And have you seen our children have very distinct personalities? The older one is exactly like you. He'll say, ah, why buy it now when I can get a better deal if only I wait for 28 hours, 24 hours, 48 hours. And the, younger one, ah, and the younger one is just like me. That listen, Christmas means your Christmas present has to be under the tree before Christmas, preferably on Christmas Eve. You're not thinking about the saving that you'll make in 48 hours time, but you're thinking about the sentiment. So, yeah, uh, as a kid, I, I drummed it into the elder one that Santa only comes on the 27th, the day of the sale. The day of the sale. So ho, ho, ho became hi, hi, hi. Dad, why are we the only ones whose house Santa comes late to? Because he works on Indian Standard Time, IST. Now, you know, speaking about Christmas traditions, people who are not familiar with us outside of this podcast probably don't know that it's the one day of the year when you actually step into the kitchen to cook something, not to make a mess. Not to say I've made this and Sorry, turned the whole you, kitchen upside down. You're talking about me? I'm talking about you, my oh, husband, I yes. I see, I see. 
So Christmas so, lunch. It's the only time of the year I go into the kitchen. It's the only time of the year when you go in to make the main dish. When I just have to look at the roast potatoes and I have to just make sure that the parsnips and carrots are chopped. I'm just making a mental, washed. you know, I'm just making a mental note. Yes. So I can say it back to you. Yeah, you can say it back to me next Christmas. But it's the only time that we you cook Christmas dinner and you take great pride in taking out all your professional knives and forks and whatever you have and do it. Have you noticed a change in the way the big chefs up and down this country are now putting together their Christmas menus? First, uh, just to clarify, by big chefs, you mean those famous chefs or big as in Thondwale? No, I mean the Nigellas, the Ottolenghis, the Nigel Slaters, you know, the really famous ones, the Heston Blumenthal's. Have you seen how vegetarians and vegans have become a big part of the Christmas feast? No longer... Are you happy to just serve them sprouts with a sprinkling of red onions saying, oh, it's very nice, very nice. You know, sprouts done in three different ways. One with red onion, one with salt, one with pepper. <laughs> but now, uh, now things like cauliflower bakes and nut, aubergine. Nut roast. Nut roast. No, but nut roast has always been around, right? But um, cauliflower and aubergine and all these Middle Eastern, very tropical vegetables are taking center stage. Musaka Musaka's got minced meat in Musaka's it anyway. Musaka's got minced meat in it. If you had to choose one... Vegetarian Christmas dish, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. Uh, chicken in the shape of paneer? Chicken in the shape of paneer or paneer in the shape of Not chicken? Not chicken, I mean turkey. You know, at least you can carve the paneer. Carve the paneer. Oh my God. Roast <laughs> paneer. Half the fun is in carving it. Yeah, that's true. Half the fun is in carving it. The other half is in having it the next day in a cold sandwich. So for your food, Christmas food is always going to be traditional... Christmas food. I, I English Christmas good. food. English Christmas food. You're talking about the, the parsnips, the Yorkshire pudding, the turkey. Yeah, you know, see that certain The cranberry things. sauce. No, but have you noticed there are certain things which we don't even look at rest of the year, like Paxo, stuffing. We don't yeah. even look at so, the rest of the year, right? You know what's go- going through is my head is... Is it even available? Tell me, do it, people have it rest of the year? Uh, you, actually, you're right. You don't really see it. Huh. I mean, you get the best of gravy, you know. What I wanted to ask you was that uh, before you moved to this country, did you have a Christmas? Did you have these sort of things there? No. You know what? In or India, did... actually, Christmas has changed so much from my time because yeah we did have Christmas holidays and the whole fun for us was to go to places like Connaught Place where all these I've talked about this before famous um, pastry shops like Wenger's like the chocolate wheel in Jorbag anyone in Delhi will know this they would uh, roll out you know uh, Christmas pudding Christmas cake rum cakes rum balls all of these things so we didn't make <laughs> which have nothing to do with Christmas nothing but carry to do with on Christmas but we didn't make a big hoo-ha we definitely didn't have a Christmas tree in the house and it was you had to go to the mall oh. you didn't have malls even we then. didn't even have malls uh, you, you, you had to go to, you had to, go to the uh, posh hotels a posh hotel you would have, have a Christmas tree and a pianist there you know playing your obligatory last Christmas yeah. and jingle bells but uh, it wasn't as commonplace definitely not so I was surprised when we came here remember I remember asking you this that gosh Christmas is a big deal here because we're going and buying Christmas crackers and Going the whole hog, and you said, "Yeah, we've we've grown up doing doing this." And it's a huge holiday. You get, you know, you get nearly ten days off, of, yeah. at least a week but off. You were saying how you're noticing friends in India now. Post- yeah, yeah, they posted. They're all putting up Christmas trees. Christmas now. trees and all the traditions. You know, Secret Santa, and here now let's come there also. I was explaining to my mom and my sister what Secret Santa is painstakingly on WhatsApp, and my sister wrote back one line saying, "Yeah, we had it as well, and this is what we got. This is what we gave." And I'm like, "All right, okay." Of course, with all this fun and uh, festivity, don't forget that Christmas. Spare a thought for those, uh, because Christmas is a time of loneliness as well. There's, uh, it, everything seems to be enhanced. You know, there are lots of people who are alone at Christmas, people who um, are grieving. You know, if you had a brief moment, it's a huge gaping hole. It's a very tough time as well for people. So I was saying spare a thought for them as well. Not easy for them. 
Which brings me to an interview I did recently uh, with Deepika Padukone, and she was promoting uh, a film that's coming out next month, Chapak. Now it's going to be a tough watch. It is about an acid attack victim, survivor, all of that. But I actually had the longest conversation with Deepika on something else completely. I commended her on being this role model for so many young, impressionable people who look up to her, who think that her life is so magical, so glamorous. Well, Some, it is. It is. But for somebody of her standing, of her stature, of her uh, influence, to actually say that I I suffer from depression. There are days when I wake up feeling absolutely worthless. There are days when I break into tears for no reason at all, despite everything that Bollywood has given me. And therefore, I think it's important for people to talk about these things. As I said, fame and fortune is no barrier to. Was it Jim Carrey who said that I wish everybody was rich and famous just to know that it's not the answer to your problems? I don't know. Was somebody it somebody like that? Either Robert Williams or Jim Carrey, one of these two. But um, that's exactly what it was. And um, I think we are progressing gradually towards a world which is more sensitive to other people's emotions and which is and I think people become more, much more open. Open, yeah. Which is not afraid to talk about. Also... These things you would never mention 10 years ago probably. Yeah. And even the gender the st- dynamic... Obviously the stigma. It's a stigma, but even the gender dynamic of men now being allowed to feel sad and sorry and grieve and cry and say that, you know, we feel this way, that whole macho image of, you know, men don't really admit to their real feelings. I think even that is changing, which is such a good thing. The interview with Deepika, especially at this time of year, we were approaching Christmas time, was another reminder of the fact that, uh, as you're saying, away from the glitz and the lights and the presents and all of that, there are loads the glitz of people, and glamour. The glitz and glamour. There are loads of people who actually need an extra bit of TLC come Christmas time. You know, that's why they always give the number of the Samaritans someone to talk to because, uh, let's face it, everything gets amplified when you watch all the merriment around you and you're lonely. Now, the one thing that wouldn't allow you to be lonely, like it or not, is Christmas telly. It's not going to leave you alone. It's a tradition, I believe, in this country. There's two weeks where you watch everything you can. I, I think times have changed there as well. When I was growing up, it was really was a big deal to sit with my dad and watch um, a rather risque Bond movie. And? Well, I think nobody cares anymore, you know. I, people still watch the Queen's Speech, I know, but I, I think the Bond movies are on TV all the time now. It doesn't mean anything. And didn't you also say that when you were growing up, Christmas Day was the one day when everything was actually shut. Now you can go down to the pub and have a Christmas lunch, you, you can, can have a Christmas drink, can, right? Yeah. It wasn't like that then, was I it? I don't think it was. Mm. So um, what are you hoping to get from Santa now? By the time people hear this podcast, uh, I presume Christmas will have been over, but... Uh, I've got a long list. What kind of wishes are you hoping for? I've got a long list which I've left lying around in the house plenty of times. I'm hoping that Santa would take at least a few things off that. If not, yeah, not a problem. Can I just clear one thing up? Yes. That um, You're under this wrong impression that uh, Santa happens to be some diamond merchant who lives in Antwerp. He doesn't. He lives in Lapland. So all those lists you leave lying around, forget them. Tear them up. Something made with ice and snow is the only thing I can expect from him. An ice sculpture. More like an ice latte is what you're going to get, but anyway. What about you? What is on your Christmas list? I think I do know what's on your Christmas list. Let's face it, you've just lost a very expensive iPhone. So I think you're hoping for a replacement. Yeah, so everyone, someone pickpocketed my iPhone. Yes. Yeah. Um, and for about a week, you realise... And you uh, had it for not even a month. I know, you don't have to rub it in. You but, barely uh, had it for a month. You, one of those people who is... Not at all into fancy gadgets. You update your phone like once every two, three years. Yeah, right? When everyone, is, all of us plead with you saying, listen, there are certain apps okay, I will that get your point. just will not run on I your mean, phone. 
it's not like I threw it to someone. Yes. Someone had actually taken it out of my pocket, you know. Yeah. How can you be so unaware of people? I thought I'd get some sympathy. Instead, everyone was screaming at me. Why were you so careless? Why were you so careless? Exactly. Now first look of all, what we first have to of all, buy you for Christmas. First of all, the kids nick my good phones. Yes. Finally, I decided to buy a nice one. But you know what the thing was? The interesting thing was that for a day, I was totally lost because we were so used to social media. Yes. But after the second or third day, it was wonderful. You know, I used to come home sometimes, look on the. Go to the home. The go go to the home laptop and look at Twitter or something. Yeah. Otherwise, it didn't care. It was three days of peace. I don't mind telling you that. Every five minutes, you weren't telling me what's trending on Twitter and who said what and who's posted what. It was fantastic. So I'm really having second thoughts about whether or not you should get a phone for a Christmas present or whether you should just get a pair of headphones. You know, we always think that we're going to do a podcast a week, yes. but it doesn't really materialize yeah. because Mrs. Busybody can't be bothered. My week sometimes is 21 days. Sound like a, you sound like one of those turkeys, you know. They hung for 21 days, but anyway, we won't go into that. So, uh, as I was saying, that um, we try to record a podcast once a week, which we know doesn't materialize. So maybe we should say goodbye, 2019, and hello, 2020, because I doubt if we're going to do one next week. Though we should do one, you know, about the best of the year, what we've loved. Resolutions. How can Resolutions. you get away from the R word? Resolutions. Things that you're looking forward to. Yeah, and so looking nice back on 2019 as well, there's some. Uh, on a whole, has 2019 been a good year for you or a yeah. terrible year? Or it's a, been it's a, 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 a mess year. It's been a mixed bag. I did television for a long time after a long time this year, but also you know there were there've been a, there's been bereavements around us and there's been health issues in the family and so it's been up and down really. But uh, I'm very hopeful for 2020. It has a ring to it that I absolutely love. I've lined up a few things which I'm very excited about. I mean, this year has been quite eventful. I mean, there's no denying that. There have been elections in the UK. There's been uh, potential unrest and turmoil in India right now. That's right. Which I hope gets sorted out. Mm. But this is a light-hearted podcast, so um, why, not- don't, why don't you tell me your three favourite Bollywood movies? Three favorite Bollywood movies. This year. Instead of the three slogans that I would probably be holding up if I was in Jantar Mantar right now. Is that yeah. what you're saying? If you had a placard, yeah. Yeah. You know, my three favorite Bollywood movies, it hasn't been agonizing at all picking out my three this year. Not that I've seen all the big films. Some of the big ones I haven't seen. But out of the ones that I've seen, it'll have to be three, two, one. The Sky is Pink. Um, at number two is oh gosh I've forgotten now Article 15 and Gully Boy tell us a bit about them I don't know Sky Sky Spink I know the story roughly yes and uh, what is Article 15 about Article 15 is a very gritty story it's a very it's not a a feel good story at all Uh, it's about three minor Dalit girls lower caste girls oh is this Anshuman uh, it is Anshuman Kurana and Anubhav Sinha but for the first time I felt as though I was watching a western uh, film you know it is so beautifully edited so taut so tight not for a moment did I look at my phone or look at the watch it isn't even half a second longer than a a, a film needs to be and they've kept up the momentum everything is in suggestion and it really leaves you feeling sad about the state of affairs. Is this uh, based on a true story or it's, fiction? Well, it's inspired by the Nirbhaya rape case, oh, if really? you want to say it. Uh, but That reminds me, uh, talking about that, uh, we have to watch uh, Delhi Police. Delhi Crime. Delhi Police, Delhi, Delhi Crime. Crime. We talked about this months ago and we yeah. never watched it. And I actually had a chat with the director of Delhi Crime. You know, obviously I couldn't tell him I've not watched it yet. Uh, but I, he told me the whole reason behind putting it together and why it became a 
web series rather than a film. His uncle or something was in charge. Yes. I know the story. It's well documented. So Article 15, even though it's a gritty film, I think it's brilliantly done. And it, it is the very embodiment, in my very humble opinion, of what a film should really do. You mentioned Sky Spink. Um, yeah. You're talking about the, I believe, superb acting by Priyanka Chopra. Priyanka Chopra, yes. Priyanka Chopra, uh, Farhan Akhtar, Zaira Vaseem, all of them, all of them. Brilliantly done. Again, and, your, and your Sunrise Radio. Sunrise has Radio, a, yeah, of course, played a very big part, big part in the in fundraiser the in that yeah. girl's life, Aisha Chaudhary's life. And again, it's a, it, it forces you to look at death, appraise death, and see how loss, bereavement, grief, no two people in the world react to it the same way especially it is somebody if it's somebody as close as your own child or your own parent we all process grief very differently what happens when you lose someone close to you and then you know how do you cope with it and carry on for the sake of the others who depend on you so that was again a very very brilliant uh, so film. two very serious movies and gully boy i think gully boy, gully boy I know you and I differ on this, and I don't think we should have. I know, a- no, no. I know everyone loves Gully Boy. So it's nominated for um, Oscars as well, which unfortunately didn't make it. It to didn't the make the shortlist. shortlist did yeah, it? but I think a, a, an honest debate and discussion on Gully Boy between you and I can only happen after I see. Is it fifteen miles? Eight miles. Eight miles. Eminem, yeah. And you watch Gully Boy. Yeah. Because you've not seen Gully Boy, I've not seen Eight yeah. Miles. Just because people told me at the very start that it's very similar to yeah. Eminem's. It is similar. Life but story. But I like Zoya Akhtar as a director. She's a very intelligent director. She doesn't shove the social message down your throat. She gives you a hint of how somebody else's life could be completely different from what you are used to, and it doesn't end on a happily ever after. It's just a series of moments in this boy's life who looks at rap, looks at music as his only escape from the drudgery, from the mundane, absolutely lackluster existence. So it's his, it's his chance to get a better life it, by, by his wrapping his, his way, by wrapping his way out. You know, finding a talent, finding something that yeah, he's yeah. good at and then kind of using it. Well, it sounds it, good. I, it's a feel-good movie, isn't it? It's a feel-good movie. It's a feel-good movie and I feel that Alia Bhatt, you know, I you, forgive you her really like a hundred kalangs. Because uh, she can really go de-glam and she can really get under the skin of the character and make you believe as though, South Mumbai, where's that? I've lived in a in Dharavi, in a chawl in Mumbai all my life. That is the beauty of good acting. I should really be doing a film podcast, not this. Were you about to say this rubbish with me? <laughs> no. It's coming out of your mouth. Just say it, say it. Yeah, I'll say it in the next one. I'll save it for the next one. Don't, don't be shy now. No, no point being shy now. Well, that's it then. Unless we see you in a week's time and share our New Year's resolutions and the best of and the worst of. And it has to be the best of the year. It doesn't have to be Bollywood. You know, things that we've learned this year, things that we've coped with this year. Not learned yet again. Things that we've not learned yet again. Things that we forgot to order for the hundredth time. The wire that connects our lovely mic to our lovely laptop, which needs replacing. Every time we finish a podcast, we Uh, say, right, uh, next time we'll be better prepared. Just to give you a visual of what's happening right now is that one of us is holding a wire in our hands. Yes. And the other one is holding the microphone. We, it really is a DIY But you can tell I've got a steady hand. I thought you were going to talk about your voice, but yeah, it's your hand that's steady. All right, that's it then. We're saying Merry Christmas, wherever you're celebrating. Have a wonderful time with the family. Do whatever it is that Christmas means to you. It doesn't have to be turkey and trimmings and uh, twinkly fairy lights and Christmas crackers. It could just be a nice chilled out time sitting with those you love in a place that you love doing something that you adore decide what you want to do you want to talk about Bollywood you want to talk about politics 
this maybe a bit of both. Do I have to choose? No, you don't. This month we uh, this this podcast I didn't even speak in Hindi. I know. आपकी तबीयत तो ठीक है मनीष जी गजब की बात है गजब की बात है बिल्कुल so what i'm going to uh, let's just wrap up now and yes. say thank you for I tuning in this year about three times already but and uh, thanks for four. thanks for the fantastic reviews that you haven't given us and are about to give us yes and uh, do subscribe rate do the things you have to do i'm so relaxed today i know you think it's the end of the year or what no i think it's and, the it's uh, the, the jack daniels on the rocks that you've had for breakfast you have to say those sort of things but it's true you know once in a this is actually true sorry in our hotel management days i don't know why i'm rambling on now yes. but um we used to have we went on this tour and we used to have tenants tenants is something you want to understand it's like the most hardcore beer there is mm. it's you like sasta thara yeah, it's like probably saying uh, i don't want to be unkind and say that you know it's what the tramps drink yes. but it was a very tough drink yes and we used to have tenants with cornflakes you know hotel management days tough was life. it to prove to people that you were really badly off that you really needed the grant or was it to prove to them that you were tough lads It was the only thing we could afford. 